0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? It's finally here this week, this Saturday. UFC 251 Fight Island, baby. Without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on that action, and we have the best place for you to go. My bookie, for the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, Try a parlay for instance If you're into a couple of the big favorites this week We got Usman versus Masvidal One on one Once again My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player Than any other sports book around And if you join right now my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars that means if you deposit two grand right now you get an extra grand in free money to play with all you have to do is use our promo code blv that's capital blv to activate the offer once again that promo code is capital blv to activate the offer bet win get paid my bookie Shimer Park for the inaugural episode of Talkin' Blues. That's right, an all-new podcast talking all things so blues baseball with former and current players coaches and front office staff talk I am your host Jack O'Hara I am the play-by-play voice for your San Luis Obispo blues baseball team for the 2020 season or at least I was supposed to be before the outbreak of COVID-19 of course front office management of the blues including general manager Adam Stowe announced several weeks ago that the blues would not be fielding a team this summer due to COVID-19 concerns and as under- Understandable, but never fear. Even though we won't be playing baseball at St. Park in 2020, Blues will be providing content this summer to keep fans updated on how their team is doing from home. We will have one new episode per week for all Blues fans streaming on all podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. You can also catch these streams on YouTube, as well as some of the snippets from the shows on our Instagram page. (laughs) Blues, episode four, Jake Neeson in the house. Former Blues pitcher, you're a pitcher, right? Yes, sir. I got that one right. He's a pitcher. Four-year veteran with the San Luis Obispo Blues, went to Western Carolina University as well. So you're uh, a Central Coast boy out in Cali, and then you go down south uh, to Western Carolina and North Carolina. Why the big switch all of a sudden? Was it something that you just wanted to experience something different, or... Absolutely, I, I think uh, Western Carolina just gave me an opportunity to play baseball at the Division One level,
1: and uh, yeah. and it was hard to say no to that. And uh, it was, it's a great program; they have a big winning tradition there. Uh, coach Miranda um, should be a Hall of Fame uh, college baseball coach at the end of right. his career, I'm sure um and so yeah just winning tradition uh, a lot of great people out in the south and uh it was you know it was an easy
0: easy yes to to go there was that obviously by far your most um attractive offer were there any other offers
1: Absolutely no. That was my. That was for sure my uh, my most attractive offer. I, I had a few smaller schools, but nothing nothing crazy. Yeah. Um. So I was just extremely thankful for them uh, giving me the opportunity to play Division One baseball because that was my lifelong dream.
0: Oh, so. Do you have any like really good moments at Western Carolina? Was it a big oh. a big shell shock moment? Because I feel like most people down there aren't from the central coast of California. It's, it's yeah. going to be Carolinians.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. No. I think. Uh, on Honestly, one of the biggest uh, shell shock moments was uh, it was opening week of of college baseball. It was my Mm -hmm. first year at Western Carolina. And uh, we go down to Coastal Carolina. Uh, they were just coming off of their national championship win. So we uh, we played them on their ring ceremony. They had, like, ESPN there uh, wow. handing out, you know, their rings and, and showing the highlight reels. And uh, we ended up beating them on their ring ceremony. I think I think it was, like, first <laughs> or second game back. And it was just absolutely bananas. It was uh Probably one one of the highlights of my life, honestly.
0: Oh my god! This is
1: cool to be a part of.
0: <laughs> and being down there, you just mentioned you said it was bananas. You ever get an offer to play with the Savannah Bananas? Would you ever want to oh play with goodness. Savannah Bananas baseball? You know, I uh, I I always heard about the bananas and the yeah. yellow jerseys, but. Uh... It's
1: hard to say no to the slow blues, man. I, uh, <laughs> I love my hometown crowd. I love, you know, we have uh, some of the best fans in uh, in summer baseball. You know, so um, it was it, it was an easy yeah. easy transition too because I'm from San
0: Luis Obispo. Oh, yeah. so. was that was that like the biggest factor in deciding to be with the Blues for four years, or was it more of just the overall atmosphere that you fell in love with?
1: I you know um, I think it was honestly a, a mixture of both. Uh, obviously, it was nice being close to home, um, but the atmosphere. I mean, there's nothing like it in the CCL. Yeah. There's not. I mean, uh, aside from maybe the Savannah Bananas, it's, yeah. uh, it's one of the best. One of the best environments for for uh, summer baseball.
0: Were you recruited to play anywhere else over those four summers?
1: Um, you know, I, I, I did. I had offers to like the Northwoods League and yeah. stuff, but uh, they you know it. it It's night and day. Everyone loves coming to the central coast of California and playing some baseball and getting, you know, Firestone Tri-Tip after the (laughs) game. There's so many great memories.
0: Going to the beach with the boys on our off-dates. It was... Fantastic. What were the biggest? What were the most? Or I guess the nicest beaches out there on the Central you know, Coast? I know there's Morro Bay. I, I checked out Morro Bay a couple summers ago. I broadcasted in the CCL and we visited Slow. and uh, I yeah we were there for like four days. I'm like, there's really not much where our hotel was, but I know there's some beaches out here somewhere. Just hop in the car and some, find them. Cool. There's some good
1: ones. Yeah, there. Uh, I took the boys. You know, being a native, yeah. uh, I took the boys to some some secret beaches, and uh, it's called. Shell Beach, Silver Shoals. Um, So I took the boys to some secret beaches. Avala Beach is incredible. Uh, Pismo Beach, and then obviously yeah. Coral Bay. Yeah, you found my surf spot. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so there, yeah, I mean, you really can't go wrong.
0: So you're now two years graduated, right? You graduated in 2018. Sure. So is that what you've been up to? Obviously, you uh, mentioned, like, commercial flying as well as surfing, because, again, you are a Central Coast <laughs> boy, so you're into <laughs> surfing a lot as well? Yes, sir, yeah. So,
1: I mean, when I was, uh, so I was actually working two jobs. I was working uh, at the airport as yeah. a ramper and a fueler. And uh, and then I was getting my pilot's license. But on the days wow. that I wasn't working or flying, I was I was trying to surf or, you know, just exploring the beauty of
0: the Central Coast, man. It's a, it's a great place. I'm excited for you to go check it out here. Yeah, at some point, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe next year. Next year. Exactly. <laughs> so what did you major in in college? Like, what was your plan after baseball? If Obviously you know, going in, you're probably like, I'm going to go pro. But what was your plan going in? Yeah,
1: you know, was hoping to go pro didn't didn't happen my alarm wow. uh, you know towards the end of my career it was just it was just kind of giving out on me and stuff but uh, you know I, I didn't have a plan i uh, i was a communications and public relations major um so i knew i wanted to do something uh involving people right. um and what better way to to uh you know involve people than to fly people places yeah. so uh, i started getting into pilot
0: school and then fell in love with it Was that right after school or was that during your playing days? Uh, That was right after. Wow. Yeah. Was it kind of a timid thing at first when you're first learning how to fly? Because I feel like, like obviously this year the two big things that I think of the Roy Halliday documentary just came out. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but like those are the things that you think about, right? You think about Roy Halliday, you think about uh, Kobe Bryant's incident, uh, those families. Like, what was the situation for you? Like the first time you got into a plane and you started like, all right, here we go, let's rock and roll.
1: Yeah, no, it's a lot of responsibility. Um, I mean, you're taking—it's not a natural thing to take a hunk of metal, you know, yeah. thousands of feet into the air. Um, so it was—it uh, was a little bit scary, not gonna lie. I was—I no. was for sure nervous uh, before my 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 first flight, and then a, like taking going up for the first time on my own, which is called a solo flight. Um, so it was—it was a little bit nerve-wracking, and uh, honestly, kind of revert back to. Um, Your old my old days of pitching and dealing with that pressure and you know you got to focus on breathing and and, you know keeping a level head Uh, so I'm super thankful that you know uh, sports provided that kind of platform and that mentality for me to take on into my next career
0: is it more complicated than the average person may think about flying um, you know, it, 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 some things are a little complicated, but yeah. uh, for the most part, I feel like. You know,
1: if you if you have the drive and the passion to do it, anyone can anyone can fly an airplane. It just takes yeah. hard work and, and determination and uh, and you know, hitting the books, studying. So,
0: no, did you just graduate from school and you were in? I think you were in Mesa, right? I was, yeah, so I was in Colorado, I was in, uh, not Colorado,
1: but I was in Mesa, uh, <laughs> I was flying out of Mesa Gateway uh, Airport, and then I, I'm actually now uh, training out here in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, getting my commercial license, so. It's all over uh, it's, the place. All over the place, it's, it's been awesome, and it, it, it's kind of uh, like baseball in that sense, yeah. you, it takes you all over the place, which is really cool.
0: Now, given that you've been all, all over the place, now now you're in you're in Nashville. You went to school in North Carolina, from California. Yep. You graduated. You were in Mesa, like all these different experiences. What do you like more, East Coast, West Coast, Mountain States? Oh, you're gonna do that to me! Oh. I'll I'll tell you right off the bat. I'm from Jersey. I hate the East Coast. I love it out west.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, man. I uh, you know I love the beaches. I uh, I miss the beach.
0: Yeah. Um, but. I, you know the food out here man the food in the, in yeah, the south all is, the uh, fried food I love that too it's pretty killer
1: man uh, so I love me some fried chicken um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a toss up uh, I, I enjoy both um, and I'm thankful that this boat is home um and it, you know i can always head back but um i'm enjoying my time out in nashville yeah. tennessee too what are, i love north carolina yeah
0: so. what are some of your favorite dishes uh, down south because restaurants it's like a complete 180 compared to west coast even the east coast is so much different than the south what, what's your favorite dish both in uh california and then down south
1: Okay, well, California—that's an easy one. You got to go with the tri-tip sandwich. <laughs> there's plenty of tri-tip sandwiches. Uh, they're just all over the place. Yeah. Firestone makes a great one. Um, there's just so many. There's just so many different restaurants that uh, do a really good job. And then uh, I'd have to say Nashville hot chicken is the dish of the South. It is—it uh, mm. is unlike anything you've ever had. It's—it's it's like. It's just spicy, but it's got this good texture, and um, and they'll serve it sometimes with some waffles. So you got hot chicken and waffles, and oh my goodness, it's it's a game changer.
0: So I'd say like the only thing about food down south is that when you're in your playing days and you're playing and you're an athlete and you got to be in shape, there's really not that many healthy eating options. But like, it's, it's all right. kick ass when you're just it's grub, you know it's yeah. great food yeah
1: absolutely yeah no, you definitely have to balance it out and stuff try and get your veggies somehow um but yeah no it's 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 i definitely when i when i first came out here i gained at least 15 pounds when i moved out to the <laughs> south <laughs> so if that's any indication of how the food is out here uh, you know, that, that'll
0: give you a good sign. What, what, what was your diet like during your playing days at Western Carolina? Because I gotta assume you guys are on like special diets as athletes. Absolutely. Was it different? Was it like a different um, meal plan than like an average student, or were you eating stuff on campus too? No, we were eating stuff on campus, and they basically kind of put the ball
1: in your court. But yeah. they, you know, after weightlifting, they provide us with protein shakes and and PB and Js and healthy healthy meal options. But um, for the most part, yeah, we're eating the same as the students, uh, you know, any regular student, and uh, it's just your choice to make, you know, healthy options and right. stuff. So. so it's up to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, so. so what's the schedule like during college baseball playing days? Because from what I've heard, it's a gruesome schedule. Probably great if you're passionate about it like you probably were, but what's sure. the schedule yeah, like? No, it's, it's pretty rigorous. Um, you know, you... You have uh, morning weights, usually, so you'll wake up at 6
1: a.m. and, you know, get into the gym at 6.30, uh, lift, and then you're usually heading off to class. Um, you'll maybe have one, or two or three classes, um, try and sneak lunch in there, and then uh, in the afternoon, I mean, you're either playing or you're practicing, yeah. So and, and then just recycle that over and over and over. So uh, it could be a grind, but it's a, it's a fun grind, and I wouldn't have traded it for anything i i made some of the best friends uh wow. in my life and uh just super thankful for the opportunity from you know just two kids from california playing in these big stadiums uh, I, I felt like i had to pinch myself all the time there you know wow. it's like it was a dream come
0: true what's your what's, what was your favorite ballpark to play in
1: that's a good question yeah. well so coastal was a really fun one um Clemson,
0: that was a that was good Clemson's got a stadium. nice setup. I like Clemson. It I've was a killer
1: stadium, man. They have a good stadium. Um, trying to think what else? Tennessee was cool. Um, we played Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill yeah. was, was, a, yeah. was a pretty slick stadium. So they're I mean, they're just all they they take their sports really seriously out here. Um, and just funnel a bunch of money into these stadiums, and it's just it, its just crazy.
0: So, How many different uh, Major League Baseball pa- ballparks have you been to? Because obviously you're playing, so you don't have yeah. all the time in the world to go visit all these different places like a uh, normal wannabe broadcaster like me.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> a good question. Um, I think I've been to every stadium in California, which yeah. is cool. Um, and then I've been to the Arizona Diamondbacks Stadium, um I'm try- and then all the spring training stadiums for the most part yeah. Uh, oh yeah those are the- I love spring training uh so that was those are awesome and then Fenway Fen- I've-, I've been to Fenway and that was-, that was a
0: neat experience Did you get to go yeah. on the monster or the monsters they I sure it?
1: did I sure did yeah we uh- we got to tour the the stadium beforehand, and oh my goodness, it was it was incredible. It, that, was, that was neat. So
0: dude, the next ballpark you got to check out, Midwest. We've talked about the West Coast, East Coast, uh, and the South. Midwest, Wrigley Field, dude. There's oh nothing my like it.
1: Absolutely. That is on the bucket list for sure. Uh, I cannot wait to go check that out. I, one sw- I, I was thing. walking
0: right beside it and I looked up. It couldn't have been more than 10 inches taller than me. I'm like, this is a Holy stadium. Molly. This is a baseball yeah. stadium. That's incredible. Wrigleyville, oh. everything. It's just oh, my
1: amazing. Yeah. yeah, that sounds fantastic. I, sh- I do remember, I have been to... Uh, the Braves Stadium. Uh, I was. At, I went to Turner, so I, I haven't been yeah. to the, the Sun Trust, but I, I went to Turner, which was really neat. It was their last. Uh, their last time. One of their last times playing there. Um, so that was definitely a, a cool moment. Too. I've
0: never got, I never got the chance to go to Turner. I went to SunTrust or whatever the hell they call it now yeah. these days. I think yeah. they changed the sponsor again. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they, they have like an arcade. Most of it's for little kids, but like it's still cool that they yeah. have. There's like an arcade. There's like bungee jumping, uh, rock climbing in Right Field. Uh, They've nice got great cool. pork chops. they got like this chop steak restaurant in Wright Field. Goodness gracious. dude, you're only nice like nice three hours room. from there too. I mean, in a I normal know, world, in a normal world, you would have been able to check it out. But
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait till uh, you know things are back to normal and we can go to some baseball games again. And yeah. Now I got a new friend, and uh, we're, we're, gonna, we're definitely gonna have to connect and uh, catch, some, <laughs> catch some ball games.
0: I'll definitely reach out if I'm ever down. I mean, you're all over the place. Where, That's true. Yeah. Where you you are knows, you like steadily, <laughs> steadily living right now? Nashville. So So now you're in Nashville. So my brother, a musician, is going down to school, is going to Nashville next month, I guess, if everything goes according to plan for a music school. So that's the next four years of his life. So I'll definitely be down there at some point.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, no, uh, that's a great place to be for uh, the music industry. I mean, I talk talk to so many people, and and so many people are involved in the music industry. So just for connections and stuff, I think that's a fantastic.
0: And hopefully he grows too, because the competition I hear is quite fierce. Especially, like the music industry to me seems like the most difficult industry to uh, break into, even if you are yeah. the best of the best. But we'll see. I believe it. Yeah, it's one of besides other than uh, professional professional musical, sports. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: absolutely. Who are some of your favorite musicians?
1: You know, right now I've been listening to a lot of Luke Combs. Uh, Morgan wall and a lot of country out there. Country? So uh so just just a whole lot of country. Uh John Party, you can't go wrong with him. He actually went to the same junior college I went to for a really? little bit apparently. So I heard which is, I went to Cuesta College in San Luis Obispo. So gotta gotta support the the hometown boy, you know.
0: Did you grow up on country? Yeah, you know what, I did and and I uh, I've always
1: had a good had a good uh Love for music and stuff. Yeah. And I, I listen to it all, but uh, country is definitely one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, we grew up on rock and roll in the Jersey household. There you go. Hey,
1: nothing wrong with a little
0: rock and roll. I do like Darius Rucker, though. I like uh, little Brett Eldridge. Okay, some country okay. uh, yeah. who my fr- Jason Aldine, of course Jason Aldean Robinson, can't ever go sure. wrong with him who are just to completely switch gears entirely here who are some of your favorite pitchers growing up like when you wanted to get into baseball at such a young age like you're thinking like oh that's exactly what I want to do who were some yeah. of the pitchers that you kind of idolized growing up
1: it, well Clayton Kershaw was f- first and foremost the, the, my favorite because he was, a, you know, he's a Dodger. I was on the lefty; I was a right-handed pitcher, but uh, he's just such a great role model and yeah. stuff. Um, and then I'd have to say, getting older, um, I actually really uh, admired and looked up to David Berg. He was the uh, closer for UCLA. Yeah. Um, when I became a sidearm I, I became a sidearm pitcher. Um, And he was like the one I was trying to, you know, mimic and and trying to uh, just emulate the best I could. Um, And he was just he was just incredible. He he was fantastic uh, for the Bruins. So I think I believe he's uh, the
0: leader in saves like all time. So he's so you so you were a sidearm pitcher when you played. I was, yeah, yeah. So so, what exactly was your role? Were you like a specialty guy out of the bullpen? Were you a starter? A yeah, bowl? yeah.
1: Yeah, usually I was the specialty guy. I'd come in, um, went, well, honestly, whenever they needed me. But yeah. um, I, I mean... Like normally, it was roughly the sixth, seventh inning come in uh, for an inning or so, and kind of switch up the pace, and then we'd bring our closer in. Yeah. So it was a it was a fun role because I got a lot of uh, appearances my senior year, which was cool. So in okay. my junior year, but um, definitely definitely uh, loved what what I did. So it was it was awesome. Were you ready to hang it up when you
0: were done? Like senior year, you're on your way out. You're really not sure. Were you ready to just say goodbye? You know, I think I was at peace with it. Uh,
1: I, I was battling with injuries uh, my whole career, basically. Um, so the fact that I got to play Division I baseball and got to get to that level was just um, a blessing. Yeah. and. You know, I was, I was happy with, with the way my career ended for
0: sure. So. Now were there, like, obviously you just said that there was some injuries towards the end. Was there any plan in your eyes, uh, sophomore, junior year, senior year, to uh, try and get drafted and try and position yourself to go pro? Oh, absolutely. You yeah. know, I, if I, 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 you know, that was, the, that was also a lifelong
1: dream was to go pro, but, um, you know it, it just wasn't in the cards and uh, yeah. you know i w- you know so- sometimes looking back and like oh man i wish but it uh, just wasn't wasn't there. Yeah. so i'm um, just thankful for the time i had to play and uh, not many people get to play college baseball so yeah. um was super thankful, especially let alone at the division 1 level so um, i just super thankful for the opportunity.
0: What do you think was like your most, I don't want to say memorable, but like your most um, shocking moment like in realization when you're playing and you're getting to tour all these different stadiums and playing these different stadiums? Like with that one shock and awe moment that you're like, wow, this is actually like nuts that we're actually getting to do this. Yeah.
1: Um, I think, honestly, we had uh, Kentucky come to our place, and I, uh, I, I had a good game against them. I pitched pretty well. And after I got off the mound, and you know, I was like thinking about it. I was like, like I, I, you know, like yeah. the little kid in me comes out, and I'm like, man, I just pitched against Kentucky, and yeah. you know, did pretty well. So, <laughs> so that was a neat, that was a neat experience, and I was super thankful for uh, all those all those memories and stuff.
0: What, what was your career ERA? Was it respectable? My career ERA, uh, oh, wow.
1: I think, it was roughly like I. I mean, I don't know. Uh, on the dot, but I think it was roughly in the sixes. So not, you know, (laughs) nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah. Roughly in the sixes. So nothing, nothing crazy, but nothing, you know, nothing like, whoa, you know, like 15 or something, you know, something crazy.
0: College is a rough level. All right. Hitters are in their prime.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, they, they like to hunt the fastball,
0: so um, <laughs> you
1: just got to keep it down, man, especially for me as a side armor. I, I didn't have any, you know, crazy velocity or anything. I was roughly around 85, 87, so... Um, so you gotta you gotta keep
0: that sucker down. What's the biggest difference from playing Western Carolina, where you're that's where you're supposed to pitch, um, that's where you're supposed to pitch your best baseball, as opposed to playing in slow with the Blues for the summer, where it's more of along the lines of you know getting your reps in and working on repetition. What like is are you at a hundred percent when you're pitching during the summer, as opposed to in college? Or are you just kind of just trying to go through the motions at that point?
1: I think summer baseball is good because we you usually do carry a lot of pitchers so if yeah. you're um if you are feeling tender in in the arm or you know whatever that may be if you're if you're injured or like feeling hurt in any way uh, there's no issues with you sitting out and like taking a couple days off yeah. um to rest and, and to recover oh, yeah. and the blues were super good with that all, all my coaches they were you know they they wanted to keep you healthy and make sure uh, you're in the best uh, you know position going into the fall of, um, of your you know of your sport um, so um. I'd, and then, and then when you get into college, or, uh, like actual season baseball, you're just you're you're going out there and giving it everything you have uh, through your teammates. You right. know, you, you don't you want to do your best because those are your brothers. Um, whereas you know, they're still your brothers, and and uh, summer baseball, but you, you have a lot more players to work with. Which right. Is cool.
0: How so? This will be the last thing I ask you because again, I don't want to take too much of your time. You got uh, big plans tonight. <laughs> you were talking about so. <laughs> years with the blues how well do you remember each season with the blues before I ask this um I I remember
1: them pretty well you know uh yeah, pretty, pretty vividly. There, some great teammates, great summers. So,
0: so yeah. F- yeah. So, I was talking to Dane Stankowitz a few weeks ago. Um, he played in 2018 and I think last year as well. And he was okay. saying how he was in the Alaska Summer League for like half the year last year and was just like, this is no good for me. I want to go back to slow. Like, that's how much he loved playing in San Luis Obispo. So, for you, four years, summer after freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, what are some of those favorite moments, starting with uh, your summer after your freshman year?
1: Oh, those, Do you remember? those are great questions. Honestly, a lot of them were off the field. Um, yeah, I'm I think sure. a lot of them were just, like, you know, spending Fourth of July with all the boys. Oh, or, yeah. or, the, or the firework nights uh, on, you know, the firework nights, usually the night before Fourth of July. Um, I mean, all, all of those things were just amazing memories. Even the bus trips. One time we took a double-decker down to uh to compton and like it was just like crazy. you know we're on a double decker bus and we're just cruising down to compton to play the urban youth academy um so it was you know it was just so neat there's just so many cool memories and so many great relationships i've made over the years um, and I couldn't be more thankful for that. I, I have a lot, of, a lot of good friends from the slow Blues,
0: so. How many different uh, places did you guys get to go? Because I know of at least two years ago when I was broadcasting CCL, I know uh, it was slow, and then I think it was, I forget the Northern California team that's out there, like the Packers something. Or oh, uh, yeah, 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 the Packers. The yeah. Packers, I think they were called.
1: Yeah, that. yeah, yeah,
0: Hillsburg not the team that we're promoting here so uh yeah heels yeah. prune packers yeah. how many yeah. how often did you guys travel you know we uh we
1: had a lot of home games we were very home game heavy which was super nice uh credit uh the adam stowe for that yeah. he you know he always set a great schedule up for us and uh you know it was uh it was awesome we we had mainly home games but uh, we did travel some uh i mean, furthest south would be uh, roughly LA, and then furthest north was oh, we actually went to uh, played the humble or the crabs, the humble crabs. That was pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. So, that, yeah, that, that was cool. But um, yeah, roughly, you know, the, the, anywhere in between there. Um, went to, we played uh, Santa Barbara a lot. Um, that we don't like those guys. And, and, that's and what they we don't hear, like yeah us. And they don't like us, but, hey, uh, we always had some battles with them, which was fun. So.
0: so what was the most memorable battle with uh, Santa Barbara? That will be my last question, most memorable ba- battle with uh, your Yankees-Red Sox rivalry in the CCL.
1: I love it. Yeah, that, that's a great comparison. That's so true. Um, You know, there was one game we were down in Santa Barbara – And um, we were playing them neck and neck. We were back and forth. I think this was uh, the rubber match between us. So it was, you know, for all the marbles. And uh, we had a pitcher that transferred. I'm not going to say his name uh he uh, he transferred to the foresters and uh he ended up giving up a a big home run to one of our guys and and then we ended up winning that game by like two runs or one run you know the home run put us up and uh and so that was that was incredible and uh we we had a good a good bus ride back home i'll tell you that much
0: (laughs) so he left what like halfway through the season
1: yeah, yeah, he left. Uh, I think he he's Santa Barbara. He wanted to be, you know, closer to home or something. It was a better fit, and uh, and so we we hit a bomb off that dude, and, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave it at that. It was, it was an awesome awesome run. So Holden Morris hit the home run.
0: Um, uh, interesting. So in that situation, someone leaves the team. Is it more of like you felt stabbed in the back as like a team player, or was it like, I, oh, yeah, we understand, but at the same time, we still want to take you out <laughs> um, when we play I think it. at that point, we were just you know, we
1: didn't care. Right. was Just like oh whatever, you know, like you go do your thing, man. So it was all good.
0: Interesting. Well, thanks so much, Jake, for taking time out of your day to talk with us here on Talking Blues. This was episode four. You check us out on Apple Podcast as well as Spotify. Tune in iHeartMedia, wherever the heck you guys get your podcasts, really, man. This was episode four. And remember, as always, you want to say it with me? Talking Blues. One, two, three. Talking Blues, baby. Talking Blues, baby. Yeah, Hey, Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it.
1: Tomorrow, now it's sold out it's her freaking birthday Ah, oh, dude she's probably gonna break up with you he's definitely gonna break up with me should he use tick pick wait what'd you say tick pick look oh whoa whoa, whoa, whoa whoa what there are no hidden fees what'd you guys think i said oh tick pick i thought you said tick pick no hidden fees download today